Welcome to the Need for Weeb podcast, where we have a need for weeb, an otaku-themed podcast brought to you by the nerd asses over at Camille's Harem. You know, the whole nerd asses part is not on the script. It's just something we've said every time. <laughs> mm-hmm. It, it kind of stuck after that one Camille's harem episode where Camille full on told us is like, yeah, I'm not interested in any of you nerd asses. So there's no romance it's, in this harem. Isn't it? Wasn't it the uh, Sonic High School episode? It must have been. I'm pretty sure nerd asses yeah. comes from Sonic High School. Yep. So yeah, that's where it comes from. And you know, you know, we should use we should use ourselves as examples for when we talk about like how to do a proper harem. Yeah. Since I mean, we are a harem. Yes, kind of, mostly, mostly. <laughs> we're a harem in spirit, but not in actuality. Or no, we're a harem in actuality, but not in spirit. Anyway, let's yeah, talk we're a harem about in these actuality. Anime. We sit. We simp stories, not women. We simp. Yeah. <laughs> we, we simp for terribly written fan fictions like Sonic High School <laughs> and My Immortal. <laughs> and that has been a shameless plug for our other podcast, Camille's Harem. Go join us. Watch Camille's Harem. Watch. Sure. We're because we're also a YouTube channel. <laughs> We're oh, all over boy. the place. All right, down to the meat and potatoes of this the episode. Need, need. Yeah, so we're going to do our pre-anime manga review again. Yay, for fall 2020. For fall 2020. I'm and so there excited. Is so many this season. There's even that's more what, for the winter That's what a pandemic too. will do to you. Yeah, that pushes everything back. It pushes everything back. So we're getting a bunch of really great shows, honestly put back to right now and then there's going to be a whole lot more really good ones for winter 2020 yeah 2021 before we actually get into fall do we want to like briefly give our impressions on the summer i i think it would be good but we got to keep it short yeah because okay. we've got my, my, a I'll, lot to cover i'll give my i'll give my impression of the summer in three sentences and i won't even do run of sentences so summer anime of 2020 is Highly underrated for yes, the most yes. part. There have been some amazing shows, and I am really happy that stuff like Decadence came out this year. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And Decadence. a potty Well, yeah. That was a spring one, but it but, just kept, got like extended. Yeah, that one got fall. like kind of shafted since it came out in spring, but then. But then they took like a siesta they, after the third yeah, they episode took a for a couple because months. of COVID yeah. and then mm-hmm. resumed it this season. That one is severely underrated as well. Yeah. That, yeah, uh, like we said, decadence. decadence is probably, if it weren't for ReZero, that would be anime of the year for me. But we'll see. I don't know. I, Some yeah, of these I, are coming up. I will agree. Good. I, I will agree. With that, with, with that assessment, until we see what fall twenty twenty brings, ReZero is the only anime that I can think of that sh- that deserves to topple Decadence. Other yeah. than uh, Ishoko, Ishoko reviewers, <laughs> or however you say, interspecies reviewers, interspecies reviewers, interspecies reviewers, interspecies reviewers should be anime of twenty twenty just to complete the year. No 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 correction. It is hentai of twenty twenty. It's not hentai <laughs> because it airs <laughs> on television. <laughs> I I can't do anything about that. It's 
I think it technically counts as hentai. It's it's pretty much hentai. It's in, the, it's in the gray area between the two, that's for sure. Weren't we supposed to be talking about our impressions of uh, yes. of summer 2020 yes. and we're, 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 we're going farther back. <laughs> I think there were a lot of really great stuff coming out summer 2020, though there were definitely a few that I said I was going to watch that just kind of like fell by the wayside. Yeah. Monster Girl Doctor, I mean, I'm still curious about it. I still want to like, maybe take the time to watch it but it's just gonna be a very slow burn Mm -hmm. at the best and a lot of stuff like that is the same decadence rent a girlfriend that one definitely and we're gonna have a full-on episode we've already recorded it um that'll come out sometime in the future sometime hopefully soon Uh, hopefully soon yeah that it's gonna be just us geeking out about rent a girlfriend just because we love that story so much um, mm-hmm. So you get to hear us talk and about the, that and we, again, and we got and we got the payoff. We got the payoff this week for the whole uh, Sumi. Oh, I haven't read it yet, subplot. so we need to. I okay. need to go in and read that. But after we record, yes, Nate, what? Were, any oh. other thoughts about the current season? No, I mean, really, like you said, there's a lot that I was really interested in. A lot that I started but never finished. Right. The only ones that I actually kept up with week for week were those three: ReZero season two. Uh, rental girlfriend decadence and uh i've been catching up on uh a pade ranma thank you i can't ever remember that name i yep. uh, mental block there i don't know japanese so you know that's hard <laughs> it doesn't really you know, have an english name <laughs> I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say this it's really sad that most people will not will have never watched no guns life because no guns life is like the anime that you did not expect to to see it like it, you don't see it coming it yeah. goes from like cringy noir to like passable noir to like holy dang this is really good noir to like oh my gosh this is this is like like in in an episode and a half it transcends into the realms of uh of full metal alchemist brotherhood where you're oh. just like wait what where like it becomes political war uh magic science wow. <laughs> it's like you're just like but like not exactly magic, but like the science might as well be like in the realms of magic. Like it is absolutely insane, but it all makes sense. It takes everything that's been building up to to just deliver a sucker punch of wow. emotion. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, my gosh. Like and it, it's like everything, even the dumb stuff has built up to this. That was good. Yeah. Well, I think we better move on to this season or this yeah. upcoming season because holy hell, do <laughs> yeah, we have a got, lot to go through? We've got a lot to go through. Just a warning. Um, there's quite a few, bit of the stuff coming out this season that didn't have any real source, source material that we mm-hmm. were able to look through. It's possible for some of those, our like, description, our talk about that's going to be fairly short. We'll probably come back and like mention, uh, especially the standouts, when they come out yeah later on in the season so just so you're aware of that just don't get mad at us if we just kind of brush over something you really love and we wouldn't mind you contacting us on our subreddit on the camille's harem subreddit to tell us why you think these shows are great yeah we we would love to hear from you guys please do Mm -hmm. yes so we're gonna start with the returning seasons so we're kind of doing it backwards from last time yeah we're kind of doing it backwards from last time we're starting with the returning seasons this time including one that's technically a remake but we'll get into that when we 
Yeah. We get to it. But we'll start at the very bottom of the list then. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Season three. Season three. Here we go. Season three. Which this anime is a guilty pleasure. It is. It really is. Though I do remember talking about this in the last pre-anime yeah. manga review. We did. It, this is one of the ones that got pushed back. Season, yeah. Um, and so I, There's not really a lot more we can really yeah. say that we haven't before. I mean, yeah, it's a guilty pleasure. It's definitely one of the better generic. Bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one of the better generic isekais although well, no it's not an isekai it's it's one of the better yeah. generic fantasies yeah fantasy harems. generic uh video game fantasies video game-esque fantasies i should say anything else you guys want to say on that one no we're good no. okay let's move on next one is tsuki uta season two all i've really found out about tsuki uta i've never actually seen the anime is that it started off as a collaboration between like the producers of like vocaloid Okay. And a bunch of like really famous voice actors in coming out with like the characters and like music and all that kind of stuff. And then they started building like merchandise and anime and all that kind of stuff off of it. And so this is just a continuation of that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so it could be nice. So so for us who are who are wondering if it if it's worth watching, we might be able to say it could be a fun passion project to watch. Yeah. It it plays off very well at least my impression of it is it plays off a lot like uh all male version of love live with like male idols singing and all that kind of stuff so it's definitely marketed (laughs) more towards like a female audience so you ladies out there listening to our podcast if there are any ladies listening to our podcast according to statistics i last saw that's not currently happening but hopefully in the future (laughs) women Um, enjoy anime too man women enjoy anime too yep yep fangirls scare me too um (laughs) let's move on so another season continuation of strike witches oh this one about this one okay okay oh my gosh this goes this goes way back it goes a long ways back it doesn't this go my gosh this freaking came out right when i went on my mission and there's Ooh. something about it that haunts me. <laughs> yeah. I can't recall what it is. I bu- I am positive I suppressed the memory. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I've never seen why people like get into this one necessarily. I mean, at least I don't have the urge to screw an airplane engine. So. Oh, it's that one. It's that one. <laughs> yes, it's hey, that one. No, I think I'm actually thinking about a different one, but I'm, there's a few I'm thinking about at the moment. But it's anyway. the one where their legs turn into like full-on propellers. Okay, yeah, yes. that is one of the ones I was. Yes, thinking about. that's it's not the one where that's... the girl turns into the full-on like jet engine. It's no, like the I weirdest freaking transformation. I can't remember what that one is. Yeah, oh, that was the gosh, one that immediately still... came to mind. But then, like one of yeah, yeah. the one that you explained yeah. was. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one is Is the Order a Rabbit? Which I started watching that one a while back. It's very cute and fluffy. There's a lot of like little magic stuff going on, but it's in a word, and I might get hate for this. If you like it, nothing against you, but it's very much lollicon fluff. Uh, yeah, no thanks. I'll pass yep. on this. Yep. All right. Yeah. Next one yeah, is Don't Lude the Wally. Is it the second season or the third season of Golden Kamui? I don't know. I've never seen any of this. Uh, really. This, oh crap! I'm right now. Oh, like I'm right now trying to look it up. Trying to look it up. 
Uh, I do believe that this would be the second season. No, second it's season. third. Oh, third? It's, third. it's the third? Yeah. It's the third? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is... Which, from what I've heard, Golden Kamui has a very... I wouldn't say fun. Very, like, intriguing, very serious kind of storyline set in like historic japan more like 1800s oh yeah it's set 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 in the set uh set around the russo japanese war yeah yeah it's set around that time period and it it involves a lot of the traditional like ainu culture that is um very prevalent up in hokkaido um which is basically an indigenous population that lives in japan and Hokkaido is about the only huh. place anymore you can actually go up and like see them. So it's very involved with them. It's looking at the ratings on Anime Planet, which is the site that I use. I don't really use Mal, Wait. but it's very well received. Yeah. No, everything yeah. I've heard yeah. and like the the start of it and everything, it's very it's yeah. a very interesting story. Yeah, numbers are pretty slim, but very well received. Yeah. Like very high ratings. Wait, um, wait, hold on a sec here. Though this this is more for history and everything. Uh, yeah. This this would be, this would be the. I'm probably, dang it! It's been so long since I took, since I took my history of uh, ancient Japan class. Um, like, uh, is this is this the tribe that like people aren't actually sure if they are ethnically Japanese? Yeah. No, that's that's that mm-hmm. tribe. Okay. Okay. Because like that, because that absolutely fascinated me. A professor's like, "Oh yeah, there are these people. Like the Japanese don't necessarily like them, but they, but they're technically Japanese, but they're not ethnically Japanese." I'm like, "Whoa, yeah, that sounds kind of cool." They and I do, be- and I believe that Princess Mononoke kind of, yeah, that as well. Yeah, they uh, that you had that that's Ashitaka's people, right? They've very much got the same kind of treatment. A lot of other indigenous populations around the world have gotten um and there there's not much of them left like i said it's only up in hokkaido and hokkaido's the least populated island of all of japan period i mean it's just so far north it's very cold there's not a lot of people that like to live up there i mean it's it's got a full-on population and everything it's got its own stuff going on but yeah yeah yeah, but that one, if you're interested in, like, the real history of Japan, this one would be a neat one to go check out. Yeah, I've added it to my I think watch I'll list. Have, I'll, I think I'll have to binge that. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, li- I, really like, I really like seeing shows that, that can pull on either historical events or historical settings. Like, that's one of the things I like about Demon Slayer, is yeah. that Demon Slayer is set at the turn of the century. And so it, it just it feels and looks so cool. Right. that way i mean of course you as a history teacher would say that but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is Absolutely. true that is true as the as the resident historian here on this panel <laughs> yeah let's keep it moving though all right i'm gonna save the one you're excited about for the last on okay. this part deal we're gonna move on to the irregular at the magic high school this one it tends to turn a lot of people off uh, mm-hmm. more because of the siscon brocon kind of feelings that you get from it yes but like the fights in it, it's kind of like watching Don Machi. It's mm-hmm. kind of a guilty pleasure watching it because the fights are really cool. They're wonderfully done. The actual storyline, eh, it was it was fun enough. I enjoyed it, but once he got into the like awkward sister love, 
And, like, the main character, the guy, doesn't even love his sister. It's just, like, the only thing keeping him from killing everybody. Yeah. And then we're going to move on to Haikyuu, which is getting another season, which I know a lot of people really get into that. I love a good... I've never actually seen Haikyuu, but Haikyuu, I've seen... I, I binged all of Haikyuu really? at the beginning. I, I binged all of Haikyuu at the beginning of the quarantine. Wow. And it was I was blown away. Yeah. I did not expect... I did not expect it to be that good. The animation is amazing. And like, I've played enough amateur volleyball to like, uh, to really, to like appreciate how the game is played. And so it was neat, like seeing how, how they even make technical things sound really engaging and interesting. And I was just like, oh yeah, like, like I, like I know this stuff. And it's like being told to me, like in a way that it's like that I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm getting lectured to. So like that that yeah. especially scores good points. Yeah. For, for it, the series. I, I just remember when Haikyuu was first coming out, I was over in Japan living there and it was everywhere. I mean, you get a mm. really good anime, you're living over in Japan, you see it in stores, you see it on signboards, you see it everywhere. And Haikyuu was one of the ones that I saw blow up like that. So I know it definitely has a huge following in Japan. And there's always something so fun about like a Japanese sports anime because they go so over the top. It's so it, it ends up being <laughs> a really fun watch and you really end up enjoying it. Yes, absolutely. All right. And then our last one, I'm not sure if I can really call it a returning one, but we're going to put it here anyway. Because it's a remake. It's, it's a reboot. It's a remake, a reboot of Higurashi. <laughs> As somebody who's not a big fan of horror, I absolutely love this anime. It's very well done. The original is very well done. The animation's not, but the story is. And so I'm very excited to see uh, how this turns out. So this is definitely one I'm going to be binging or going to be watching week for week without a doubt. I'm probably not going to be just because from like videos I've seen, like little short little clips on YouTube and like descriptions I've heard, I it, it, the story for Higurashi is fascinating, but and usually I'm not really into horror, but one of the biggest parts of that is I'm not into gore. Yeah. And that's kind of like what I struggled with when I like watch what I have of Attack on Titan is I really didn't like the gore. It kind of turned my stomach. So it, How are it you kind of made it harder. Zero? It's, I'm struggling through that one as well. Yeah. The story's fascinating. <laughs> I'm willing to like kind of shrug through it, like muscle through it. Yeah. But yeah, the the gore in that one's starting to get to me a little bit more as well. Yeah. But Higurashi, We're definitely getting into the more gory parts too. Right. Higurashi is, everything I've seen of it is just, horrifying and gore and yeah all that kind of stuff but it it has a, a cult following for a reason for sure yeah i really don't have much to add when it comes to when it comes to horror i like stories that can really like get into your head oh, and yeah. like and, and like make you feel like there's something else there and there's something to be said for uh, that to be said about what jeff from mother's basement had to say on the subject where it's just like you it's hard to convey horror in cartoons i do believe that it can be done there mm -hmm. are definitely some cartoons that have legitimately spooked me 
but because there is that reliance on the gore for a lot of like the shock factor, many stories forget to really like tickle that sense of fear. And that's something that undermines a lot of stories that could be really great horrors. Yeah. And what Higurashi does so well is just the characters like it nails the characters and then it turns the characters against you. And that's where the horror comes from Hmm. is the fact that like, oh, you know, and trust these characters. But then when they get turned against you, then that's what's terrifying. You're like, oh, my gosh, who can or can I not trust? Right. And then, you know, and it's an ever evolving story. I'm not going to spoil any plot points of it, but the characters. Oh, yeah, there's. I mean, there's definitely a lot of gore, some some gruesome, gruesome things happen, but it's definitely one. <laughs> it was funny because, like, the Higurashi, like, cicada noise mm-hmm. has, like, tempered me to, like, instantly, like, think something terrible is going to happen. And so when I'm playing Breath of the Wild and I go to Kakariko Village and I hear those Higurashi things, I instantly just, like, panic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all because of this show. Anyway, we should move on. Yeah. we've got a list of 29 new anime oh my goodness that are coming out this so much anime and we've we've marked quite a few of those we're not gonna like just talk and talk and talk about like every single one of these kind of like i mentioned before (laughs) anyway let's do this otona no koi no shikataga wa karune which translates to I don't understand adult love. I don't either. I also don't know anything about this. I I don't know anything about it either. It's by Studio Ether Kitten, which sounds adorable, but I've never heard of them before. Never heard of them. And it looks like it's... it's... the only anime in their catalog, so... Yeah, it seems like it's going to be a very serious romance. Yeah. I'm not even, like, sensing there's, any so, yeah, sort of, not like, much comedy to talk about. or anything like that yeah. from this one. And there was warnings about there being possible nudity okay. involved with this one as well. And th- there's one a little farther up the list as well that's kind of about the same that we'll talk about as yeah. well. Didn't have a manga. We didn't really see anything. Yeah. Like, maybe we'll give it a look. But as far as we're aware, not sure. The next one is Taiso Zamurai. Translates roughly to Exercise Samurai, which is apparently about, like, serious gymnastics yeah. In anime by Studio Mappa, so yeah, I mean, Mappa's got a great, pretty good. Oh. They've got a great track record, but honestly, there's nothing that we really know about this one. Yeah, so I think we can just move on. Yep. All right, we've already touched on this one. Mm-hmm. This was one of the ones that was moved back to this. Yeah. Season, which is Dropout Fruit Tart. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out just because it's outside of my regular wheelhouse, but I really enjoyed the characters from mm-hmm. what I read from the manga, so. I have no idea what it's about, even after reading the manga. Right. But I mean, I kind of do. But if the characters yeah. are like fun and like it works out really well, if it kind of reminds me a little of like the characters and all that of like Yudu Camp, yeah. I think I would really enjoy that. Yeah. Next, this is one, another one brought to us by the help of Crunchyroll, mm-hmm. which is called Noblesse, which is another one pulled from a Korean webtoon. And then they're animating it. And this isn't the first time this has been animated. They came out with the animation, oh, five, six years ago. But it was it only covered, like, the first little bit yeah. of the webtoon. And so it kind of, like, shortened. Like, it was just kind of like an OVA, if anything. It was more like a proof of concept. Yeah. It was really cool. I really enjoyed the animation. But that's about as far as it got. 
But now we're getting a full anime season brought to us by Crunchyroll, probably Webtoons as well. Kind of the similar setup that's going into, yeah, like God of High School, yeah, and whatnot. We are gonna need to pick up the pace. We're at like thirty-five. Oh minutes. crap! So, well, I've I been think, trying to hurry. Yeah, I I think if a lot of this we really don't have anything to talk about, we yeah. can just say the title and move on. Okay. Well, I feel like this... if we don't have any conversation, then it's right. kind of boring. Honestly. Yeah. I I remember really getting into Noblesse a while back, um, and really enjoying it. It it kind of definitely feels a lot like a very like vampire supernatural mm-hmm. kind of one punch man story where the main character this like vampire all-powerful vampire that can control blood he basically wins every fight with that ability yeah and so it's about the setup up to that point and things just keep escalating and escalating until he shows up and solves all of the problems but like all of that drama that happens before then it makes up the entirety of the story yeah kind of idea so i think it's going to be a lot of fun i really enjoyed the webtoon for it so it's definitely one i'm gonna give a look though i'll definitely check it out but i don't know so far none of the none of the webtoon um i haven't been particularly impressed with a lot of the crunchy roll sponsored webtoon adaptations I think this one would be a lot of fun, but it may be an acquired taste. I feel yeah. like Webtoons in particular, it's a very different kind of storytelling. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I love Webtoons, but I I don't know. I just haven't gotten into any of them that's been, yeah. that's been adapted so far. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to say something quick about Noblesse then? I just, well... I don't even know if we want it, if if it's necessary to record it. It I just feel I just honestly feel like Crunchyroll's really dropped the ball. I was gonna bring I was gonna bring up the whole the whole controversy about them having taken people's money to make High Guardian Spice when really the fans wanted them to use that money to support new anime and like they can't even do that right oh, because yeah. oh my gosh like yeah Tower of God. Tower of God has got tons of different problems to it. It the story gets better as it goes on, but I really actually don't have much faith in an anime adaptation because they even botched a bad opening uh, to the uh, to the webtoon. And then uh, God of High School is a mess. Yeah, it was such a mess. Like I, like, if, I if I if I could get sorry, we liked the um the webtoon the webtoon for it. Yeah, and we were really excited, the and then just it just did not live yeah. up to it, which is a bummer. No, no, it did. It absolutely did not. And I, I, I want like I, uh, like I would love if it, it's not possible. I know it's not possible. But I'd love to just be all like, okay, critical drinker. I want to binge watch this season with you, so that way I can just like record him as he's all like, as he just like, it's like, what the f is going on? Don't know. <laughs> just have yeah. that be the running track for this series because it is so stupid. The people who did this thought fights fights are cool let's do fights without any idea of what makes a good fight they're flashy yes but they suck because there is no build up there and there is no payoff and the one time that they could have delivered good payoff they brought the family back to life it was dolls the whole time it's like there's no stakes involved spoilers all right well thank you for that lars 
Yeah. All right. So you're welcome. <laughs> uh, also on our list, we've got Eternity Shinya no Nudakoi, and Miss Wolf wants to eat. We really don't know much about that, so we're just kind of kind of jump over that. And then we're going to move on to Muno no Nana, or Nana the Incompetent. What to say about this one? I I don't know. I full-on expected this to be the tropiest of tropey animes, and it kind of is. It very much starts off like yeah, that. Yeah, it very much starts least. off that way. I mean, granted, I've only read a few chapters, so I don't, I'm not fully got my head around this yet but at there was a point in which i was like okay so all of the characters are super generic they're super bland and then nana ends up do i do i spoil this break the spoiler there there's a big twist that happens just right at the end of the first chapter is the is the twist worth it is the twist worth it? That's Not a good really, question. because here's the thing. Like, I was totally expecting, like, when the when the show, like, when the first chapter started, I was expecting it to be like a generic, like, My Hero Academia ripoff, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's like, oh, really? I'm a killer. <laughs> I'm evil the whole time. Oh, I was like, there's the twist. There's the twist. And I was like, eh. But then I found out, yeah, the person she kills actually stays dead. Oh, okay. So we're not seeing him again. I totally, I was expecting to see him again because, you know, mm-hmm. Shonen. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I was actually, I was like, oh, so it kind of made me take notice of it. I was like, okay, so kind of messing with my expectations a little bit. Right. I like it. I mean, I'm definitely going to be checking this out just to see if it can actually hold my attention yeah. better than the manga could. But I don't know. It'll It'll be interesting to see. I felt that, like it was that, kind of that, that describes that describes my take on a, uh, for a couple on this list. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I felt like it was a rough start. It it definitely becomes more of a like episodic serial killer. Yeah, kind of almost like a monster of the week. Yeah, monster of the week, but it's the serial killer killing one of these superpower yeah. kids, and it it just kind of goes on from there, and it just steadily yeah. gets like harder and harder for her to do so. As she goes along. Yeah. Really with me, my biggest hesitation is just the characters. They threw so many characters at you that first chapter and all of them were just like paper thin. I felt like they were all very one note, one dimensional characters and they may get fleshed out in the future. And that's why I'm kind of like, okay, I'll see where it goes. But right now it's just like, eh, I could see it going either way. It could either end up being really good or it could just fall flat on its face. Well, that's what really made My Hero Academia work was because every single character in the class and beyond are fully fleshed out characters. Yeah, exactly. You really get a lot, even though there's a lot of characters to like take in at the start, they're good, strong characters. You love them. Yeah. I love everybody Mm -hmm. in class 1A. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. And and that's because because Horikoshi knows how to give just enough character through their interactions before giving them each their own arc or like or a couple chapters. Right. Yeah. While with, like, Nana the Incompetent, you're only really given, what, first chapter, you're only really given the one character, and then you find out, like, you get basically his whole backstory and everything. Yeah. And that's it. That's the and, last time we see him. And that's the last time we see him. He's only in that first yeah, chapter. Yeah, and it makes you think he's going to be the main character, because he fits into that main character archetype. Right, and his freaking name is Nanao. So you think, oh, he's the Nana we're talking about. Nope. nope, it's this freaking serial nope. killer girl. Yeah. So, yeah, spoilers on the twist there. I mean, it's the first chapter. It'll probably be halfway through the first episode. It, it's not much. Well, of it's kind of, well, it's kind of like it's like Orosuke. 
The question is, can it pull off the twist? And that was the problem with Orosuki. Like, I enjoyed it for what it was, but by the end, you realized that it was a one-trick pony. Yeah. Its yeah. best was its at, was at its beginning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think this could, and that's what I was saying, like, this could very easily fall into that, mm-hmm. or it could actually turn out to be something genuinely interesting. I thought... Like, the further you got into it, the more, like, complicated, more interesting it did get. Okay. Because it, like I was saying, it suddenly gets harder and harder for her to fill, fulfill her mission to kill all these, like, super-powered kids. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's the point of the story is her trying to figure all of this out and not blow her cover. Yeah. And it just suddenly gets more interesting as you go in, but I think it's going to be hard for people to get into it in the first place. Kind of yeah. like what you're struggling with with yeah, it. Yeah, because it's so generic when it starts. Right. All right. <laughs> oh, generic. So <sighs> we've got one called Rail Romanesque. We don't know much about that. We're moving on. Iwa Kakeru Sport Climbing Girls, which is about like rock climbing, which I think could be a lot of fun. Rock yeah. climbing is cool, but not much about that. My sense Only if they cut off an arm. Yep. <laughs> oh, an anime <laughs> version of 127 hours. Oh, I need that. That would be that would be epic. All right, my setsu. Yeah, again, we don't know anything about it. I, all I know is it's about like idols. Senyoku no Sigdrifa, also another one coming out by Studio A1. It's going to be a lot of like Valkyries fighting aliens and humans are flying planes next to them. That's all I got from it. Yeah. And it's then, too much. Yep. <laughs> We're going to move on to Yukoku no Moriarty, which translates to Moriarty the Patriot, which I love this one. It's such a great, like, The premise is great. Yes. The premise is great. Yes. I haven't really gotten very far into this one yet. This was actually the one I was reading right before we started recording. So I'm only, you know, two chapters into it. But (laughs) I already, like, I'm down. I am so game. I will be checking this one out at the very least. Yes. So kind of a basic yes. This this one is oh. gripping. Yeah, basic explanation for this. If you love Sherlock Holmes, this is a retelling of Sherlock Holmes, but it takes the Wicked Wizard of Oz Wicked yeah spin on it, where Moriarty's the good guy, and eventually when Sherlock comes in, he's the bad guy, and it just like really makes you feel for Moriarty. I mean, it's not denying Moriarty's doing some kind of evil messed up crap <laughs> yes but you're like it, it it makes you feel like he's a robin hood kind of yeah. character more than yeah. anything mm-hmm. well I, i'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw this out there like in terms of like the longevity of the anime how well it holds people because i think there'll be a lot of people who are going to who are going to buy into moriarty himself and like his charisma and everything mm-hmm. because that definitely comes through in the manga but for people like I think for this one to like really stand out rather than it just be like, oh, yeah, this is where the bad guy becomes the good guy and you enjoy it, though you though you kind of hate it uh, t- type deal. What will really hold people, I think, to this um, and will in the end gain it like lasting recognition is if it can land the the nuance and intricacy of a Sherlock Holmes story. Like yes. bringing in those details, those things that you saw that maybe weren't that important at first and showing just how relevant it becomes later on. The manga seemed to do a pretty good job of doing that um, as you went through. I wouldn't call them like murder mysteries. It's like how to commit the murder in the first place. Yeah, idea. But it it does a very good job of like setting all of that up. And then you get to see the like karmic justice that is brought along with that, usually a murder or yeah. some sort of crime that is brought along with it. And so it, 
if it handles that, if the anime is able to portray that well, I think this is going to be a very fun one to watch this season. Yeah. Definitely, definitely yeah. a watch on my part. I'm, I'm definitely going to oh, yeah. watch that one, or at least oh, start same watching here. it. All right. Yeah, and that, and that's why I'm saying that's why I'm saying that the story has to land in order for us to, in order to hold us right. uh, for right. more than and two I, episodes. And I think that's the case with all of these. It's just kind of keep our attention as we go farther in. Next one, definitely one I'm going to watch, Maljo no Oyasumi, or The Demon Princess's <laughs> Rest Time. This, one this is, is just, so good! This is just pure fun comedy. And it twists like, the entire like isekai hero mm-hmm. kind of dynamic just all over the freaking place. I love it so much. Oh I, my gosh, she... She just murders people. She literally. And it makes total sense. It makes total sense when she kills or abuses people. And you're just all like, you're like, I am disturbed. And yet I'm just like, go girl, because get your beauty rest. You. Yep. <laughs> so it hits me on an emotional level. Yep. So, <laughs> kind of the basics of this story is the princess of the human kingdom gets kidnapped by the demon king and is locked up in the, in the dungeon at, the demon king's castle and now that she isn't as busy anymore she doesn't have to take care of all of her princess duties she just wants a nice good night's sleep but it's kind of hard to get that in a prison cell so she starts sneaking out of her her cell just to get stuff to make her sleep better and completely causes tons of mayhem throughout the demon king castle and it's just hilarious to watch <laughs> yeah and you know daga koba uh sorry doga kobo doga kobo thank you they have a great track record so i'm i'm excited to see to see it yeah no i It'll am be... too i think i think if you're looking for a good laugh and i think we all do at this time especially with like covid and all of the like crazy downer stuff yeah that we've had this year mm-hmm. i think maljo no oyasumi is it's gonna be a good laugh i think it'll be a good time for anybody willing to watch it yeah yeah it it was so cathartic to read like yeah. it was just i i was laughing i was rolling it was, it was def- good it was good definitely times. one of the ones that i just kept reading even after like the five chapters i was supposed to i just kept reading that one just because it was a lot of fun. It really was. All right. Our next one. Kamitachi no Hirawareta Otoko. Or The Boy the Gods Picked Up. So this is our first isekai anime of this season. And well, not counting the returning. Actually, no, we didn't have any isekai returning, no, did we? No, no we okay. haven't had any isekai no. returning this season. Next season, there's one or two. Yeah, there's a few. Um, but this season, not so much. I... I think this was fun. Yeah. I don't think the anime is going to keep me interested all that long just because I know the story. I've already seen it once. I don't really feel like I'm going to need to see it again. Yeah. But it was a mm-hmm. fun, easygoing kind of isekai story, yeah. which I, can be fun at times. I didn't have a chance to actually get around to reading this one yet, but I don't know. With I'm getting to the point with isekai where I'm getting bored of it. Yeah. Not because, like... I mean, yeah, some isekais are just not nailing all the all the beats. But like so many isekais we see where this character, this person gets transported into this world. But then like the fact that he's transported into this world like plays no part in the 
in the world, you know? And so mm-hmm. I think that for me to enjoy this, I think it's going to have to hit that. It's going to have to hit the characters. It's going to have to hit, like, have some, just something to grab me. Yeah. Spe- specifically in the characters. Mm-hmm. But I, I honestly think it's more fluff. I mean, I, I like yeah. the characters, but they're honestly it is not fluff. all that deep. Yeah. Here, here's what here's what I'm going to say. Like this, here's what I'm going to say. This this one is a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just like all oh, these isekai and their battles and just over op characters are so bland. I would say give this one a try. Like I'm going to watch at least a couple of episodes of it, and if it holds my attention, I'll then watch the rest of the season uh, because I do like the change of pace and I do like the main character. But it but the thing is is that as you said, Scott, it's fluff. It's mm, absolutely yeah. fluff. And so it's and so it better be good cotton candy fluff. Uh, I don't feel like eating pillow fluff. Yeah. <laughs> Next one is Hyakuman no Inochi no Ue ni Tateru, which is translates to I'm standing on one million lives, which is another isekai. This one, <laughs> this one falls a little bit different. I mean, it's a full on isekai, but it's kind of got a different uh... odd little setup where like, there's an isekai, and, like, everything happens until they clear the mission, then they go back to their world, and then the next time they go back, they're able to pull somebody from their world back in to help them with the next mission. And it keeps, like, mm-hmm. building up, and apparently there's, like, this look into the future that happens, where they realize, oh, crap, we're gonna have to fight this giant freaking dragon, we gotta get strong enough for that, and we still gotta keep pulling people in. Yeah. for this thing and they've got no control over it here here's what here's what i want to say like i didn't get very far into this manga in part because it in part because i really got annoyed with the characters yeah. really fast yeah here's it here's what i'm going to say i am going to watch at least two episodes of this and see how it and see how it pans out because mm-hmm. i am kind of i am curious i am curious to see what they do with it because there is something interesting there the mm-hmm. problem is is that it's a story that knows it's an isekai and it wants to speed itself up as fast as it can. In fact, it even calls attention to that trying to be funny, but it doesn't pull it off. It's speeding up way too fast as opposed to something like decadence, for instance, which it knows that you've seen the story before. And so it pulls the rug out from under you in episode two. Instead, in this case, it's trying to pull the rug out from under you twice over in, uh, in, in the first chapter right and it doesn't quite work that way no it, it's no. super confusing it's i i not really that interesting getting into that this one that's for sure yeah and i mean the maho film the only other show that i think they really have is the if it's for my daughter i'd even defeat a demon king or whatever that one is and like that one mm-hmm. like the story was fine but the animation was so bad oh, like yeah. not Peter Grill's bad, yeah. but just like so. Uh, <laughs> that's a different type of bad. But like this one was just so static. Yeah, it's the, so bad. The animation good. was so static. It was like watching like a PowerPoint, but with lip flaps. Like right. that's literally. And so we'll see if maybe their production value has gone up. Apparently, there's some good interest around this one. Uh, it's one of the more popular on this list, but at least the one that I'm looking at. I don't know. People just want that edgy <laughs> stuff sometimes, yeah. and it's it's got me worried. What you're saying about my home film, though, The Boy the Gods picked up, it's also by them. Oh, okay. So I'm kind of worried for that one as well, just because yeah. of the animation. People may not get into it as much. Let's move mm-hmm. on to our third isekai. 
of this season. Right in a, right in a row. Which is Kuma 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 Bear. Or Bear to the Fourth Power, as I like to call it. I, I, I approve of that name. I binge every single chapter I could find of this one as soon as I started reading. I, I have to admit... It's fluff. Yes. It is very seriously much so. fluff, but it reminded me so much of Bofudi, and I loved Bofudi. Yeah. Oh, it, yes. It does such a good job just being fun, easygoing, isekai, and every single little attack that this girl has is based off of, around bears, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love okay. it. Okay. Here, here, so, remember, so I was just saying, I was just saying. For the one that came for for the one that came before, I'm standing on one million lives. Like, yeah. like how it like it knows it's an isekai, and so it tries to like speed things up and be funny. He, Kuma 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 Bear does it right. It yes. knows it's an isekai. It calls it out from the get go, and it actually plays it up for laughs by taking its time with the joke that it wants to play out. Like each chapter is telling one joke, totally knocking down isekai, yeah. and that's how it should be done. Yep. Yeah. No, I I really enjoyed this one. I'm really thinking about getting into this one, possibly buying the manga as well for this one. I think this would be a real, lot of fun to get into. And All the right. design is cute. The design is super cute. That's kind of one of the the drawing points for it, and I'm a sucker for cute stuff. Oh yeah. Um, our next one is Hypnosis Mike Division Rap Battle Rhyme Animal. Anima. I didn't get around Rhyme to. Anima. I didn't get around to reading this one, so I have nothing to say. This one is super confusing right off the bat. <laughs> We've got like one chapter and then a YouTube rap compilation for some reason. Okay. For this one. And I literally like getting into this, reading a little bit of the manga and all that kind of stuff. It's literally just a vehicle for the rap. That's it. Okay. The like plot and the story and everything. I... I couldn't care less. It was, it felt super like contrived all to the point of making it so they can have these really epic rap battles. Naturally. And that's all I got from it. Lars, what did you think? I'll be honest. After you told, after you told me what, like what it was going to be, I was just like, I uh, like full disclosure. I have a bias against rap. I think that rap had, I believe that rap was at its best 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was that. Yeah, that, it, it was at it, its it, best it, twenty it's been, years ago, but it still had some merit up until maybe ten or fifteen years ago. But that's about it. Yeah, I, I like it, it's been it's been dying a long portrait protracted death, the same as modern country music, and I just can't get into it. Especially like I've seen plenty of Japanese rap, and granted, yeah, I don't speak it, but and like it doesn't matter. I've I've watched German rap. I've watched Spanish rap. I've watched a ra- I've watched Arabic rap. It all isn't the same. At the end of the day, it really all just comes down to the same technical stuff. There's nothing new about it, and it and all of the flashy rap battle stuff is there to distract you from how terrible the music is. Right, and so I I, I have no desire to 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 look at this one. Yeah. And I think it, like I said, it's a vehicle just for the rap battles. And I think, honestly, unless you're able to like fully speak and understand Japanese, a lot of it's I, gonna a be lot lost. of it's just gonna go over your head. So yeah. you're, there's not really gonna be much point to looking into this one. So let's move on to mm-hmm. our next one: Kimi Toboko no Saigo no Senjo. Which <laughs> to our last battle. <laughs> 
What was that? Was that a roar of frustration? Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Let's okay. <laughs> I I agree with that statement a hundred percent. If you had given this story over to a competent writer, you could have actually had a really phenomenal take of like magic versus science, Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Instead, yes. what we get is a hot garbage fire. I will watch this anime just to tear it a new one. Oh, and I'm crap. excited for that it because it's so bad. And how the heck? How the heck does the guy not recognize the girl, even though he saved her less than a year ago? Right. And 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 it's not. And it's not even. It's not even like uh like Darling in the Franks, where they were childhood, where it was they were childhood friends, and that they had their brains scrambled and stuff like that. No, it's just. Oh, I've been in a prison cell, I guess, for like a year now, and so I just have amnesia, apparently. But only for this girl, yeah. Because I remember everything else. And by the way, I now have these OP magic swords. Woo! Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> and the freaking captain, the the like short stack with big boobs. I'm like, that's gonna bring up a bunch of sword feelings once that comes out. <laughs> I mean, it's just another Uzaki Chan, basically. <laughs> but let's be clear here. Here, even the captain can't compare to uh, what. Uzaki's got going true. on. Very true. Very true. Still, <laughs> holy, holy crap. It just falls apart. And you can see them like there's a full on foreshadowing of like tragic events. That's definitely going to happen where like the full on like Romeo and Juliet, where they end up dying because of misunderstanding, all that kind of stuff. I want to bet something like that's going to happen. But because it's not very well written manga, they're going to overcome it somehow and we're not going to be very happy with that solution at all yeah i don't know i'm trying to decide if i actually want to watch this because i read like i read like half of the first chapter and i'm like eh, eh, (laughs) eh. honestly i tried to pick this one up multiple times before we even started looking at this like this season Uh uh-huh and i couldn't get into it like past the first chapter i couldn't get into it so i'm i think and the battles suck yes yeah I might the battles maybe suck. <laughs> try, but they, there's no promises. That's for sure. Yeah. All uh, right. I mean, these next two, we have very little to yeah, talk about. Yeah, we've got about. very little on. Um, so next one, Akudama Drive. And then the one after that, Kami Summon. Could be interesting. Yeah. No, I, I feel like it could be very in- interesting. And Studio Period. Uh, well. Oh, it's right. They are doing this one. They're pretty good. Yeah, they have a good track record, but they also have, I don't know, I feel like they're a hit and a miss. Kind of like yeah. A1, where it's a hit or a miss for me, usually. Yeah. And then PA Works is coming out with one called Kamisama ni Natahi, The Day I Became God. Other than just a brief description of what this is about, yeah. don't really have anything about that. Yeah. Just PA Works always is really pretty, so, you know, at least look forward to good screenshots. Yeah. And next one after that is called X-Arm, which I believe is another one that got moved back to this season. To this season, not the next one? It it was supposed to be in the summer season, but then they moved into this one. Yeah, yeah, X-Arm was supposed to come out during the summer. I've actually been looking, I wanted to see this one originally, and then I forgot about it until it came up again onto the list. And so I finally got to sit down and read, I read most of the manga by this point. 
And I, uh, the way I look at it is that this is a story that so bad wants to be the next ghost in the shell without yeah. realizing what makes ghost in the shell good. And that's a problem because it actually poses some interesting questions and thoughts that ghost in the shell doesn't get into, but it doesn't fully explore them because it wants to capture that, that strange conflict of identity that, that is in ghost in the shell. Oh crap. Sorry. It got moved back to this next January. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought yeah. this okay. was one of the ones. That this was one of the ones that got moved. Sorry about that. On well, to that, that, then I can I can wait in existential dread for it. Right. <laughs> On to Assault Lily Bouquet by Nate's favorite studio, Shaft. Yes, I I'm gonna be checking this one out, whether it's good or bad. I'm just excited to see what happens <laughs> because Shaft has they have a way to make things interesting at the Mm -hmm. very least and so i don't know i'll see it's not usually in my ballpark but it's shaft so we'll see yeah (laughs) yeah we'll we'll definitely see about that one Uh, there's no like manga or anything for that so we can't really say anything about the story for now but i mean we gotta mention it at least just because of shaft it's like if it's like if bones was doing anything yeah, I haven't seen Bones this season. No, I think no, they're not. Di- no, they're not. Which it, which is what, which is why I was saying it's like it's like it's like Studio Shafts, like Studio Bones. If they're doing something, you're going to check it out, no matter like how awful right. it is, just because it's it's the studio. Yeah, yep. or it's like Trigger. You always look at what Trigger's <laughs> exactly whether or not it's going to be great. But yeah. All right, next one is Majo no Tabi Tabi, which is, translates to the Witch's Travels. I enjoyed reading this one it's at times it's pretty serious other times it's not and so it makes it a little confusing i'm trying to remember if i've read this one uh, well so here's the thing the first chapter was like was one that's like really this is what this is what this is going to be and then i read the second one and the second one was like oh this is good this is like dark gritty messed up magic and the next one isn't that dark. It actually gets more political. And that is actually where I began to realize this is a story that knows when to be cute. It knows when to be dark. It knows when to be smart. Yep. That is actually very intriguing. It's super disjointed because it's such episodic storytelling. But the thing is, is that it tries to deliver strong, small stories with yeah. one main character kind of pulling everything along. And that's actually pretty cool. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of kind of older anime, though they did do kind of a reboot not too long ago called Kino's Journey, mm-hmm. um, which has its own following. Not, I mean, it isn't as popular. You don't hear about it in everyday life, but I remember seeing it even when I started getting into anime, and it kind of like stayed like somewhere in the background ever, ever since. Yeah. So it, if you like. Kino's journey definitely take a look at this one kind of more magic than like apocalypse kind of feelings to this one so yeah definitely definitely take a look if you're interested in that kind of yeah, stuff and i'm this one's kind of fluffy isn't it it Is this has one? fluffy moments but okay. it has like very serious messed up moments okay. and it knows it knows how to balance yes those. yeah okay yeah i think yeah it's I, good it's good okay. that way okay yeah. i think this is one that I started but didn't finish or didn't get very far in. 
But um, yeah, I'll check it out. We'll see. We're going to throw a bone to the Yuri fans real quick for Adachi Toshimamura, which is just names. There's no real translation. It's yeah. Adachi and Shimamura, I guess, which is super freaking slow. If they can fix yeah, that in the anime, slow. it might be more interesting. But the manga, I, it, it's pretty boring. It's so... like There's my note right there. So slow. It's so slow. It is. I might have read ins- further than you guys, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. might have. I've read. I read pretty far into it, and there's still no development. Oh, yeah. Crap. I think it's definitely like pretty cute. Like I like their like kind of friendship that they have, and I think that there's kind of like some precious moments. But yeah, it's just so slow. Yeah, it's so slow. It's painful. Yeah. No, if the anime can fix that, I think it has a. Ch- a chance of being popular especially for fans of like citrus and stuff like that yeah but it, it's so slow as it is i don't i don't see myself well i don't really see myself getting into it in any way i don't usually watch yuri yeah me neither and i don't know like i enjoyed it well enough like it was fine like i have no problem with yuri but just this eh, it, yeah. it didn't really do anything for me the, the uh, pacing and the carrot and i did not i did not understand the side characters the side characters did not fit right yeah. at right, least in my at least in my assessment yeah so this next one though i this think we're gonna one. have a lot to say yep so this is our second to last one for this season well <laughs> well we have we have more we've got more okay yeah we um, have more to talk about but so this one's called tony kaku kawaii or either way it's cute is the way i translated it and it it's... is adorable <laughs> I know it's got a different official, like, translated name, which has nothing, like, doesn't even bother with the translation. It's like, take me to the stars or something like that, which, I mean, I guess there's a reference to one of the characters, but it, it's not even a translation. They just gave up on the translation and came up with something else. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I love this one. This one's going to be a banger. If you want, uh, I had to tear my one. I had to tear my eyes away from this one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. This was this was our uh, red till girlfriend of the yeah. season, uh, where we just could not stop reading it. I had to also tear myself away, otherwise yep. I was just gonna get completely absorbed by it. It is such a touching, cute little rom com. It really is. I mean, the start's a little confusing, but it just kind of adds to the charm of it. If anything, yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I like having a rom-com that's not a high school it's, freaking rom-com. It's called Tonikaku Over the Moon for You is the English translation. Still, See, and that doesn't yeah. exactly work for it. Uh-huh. No, no, it's not. I, what, what I love, what, here's, what, here's what I like about this. So, I mean, I'm not, not, none of us are married guys, so we don't know what it's like to actually be <laughs> in that honeymoon phase of life. But the fact of the matter is, is that we've got to we've we've seen this. We've seen family friends go through this honeymoon phase. But some of us have even been pretty closely attached to that. And so, like, like reading this, I'm like, yeah, I have seen these kinds of hijinks. I have seen these mistakes and everything. And normally in real life, that tends to cause like some sort of tension between the newlyweds. But what's so cute about this one is that all of those moments that you're expecting then something horrible to happen, there's some cute resolution to it that you're just like, oh, that is absolutely precious. 
I want a significant other. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm already like bride hungry. So, you know, this only makes it worse. <laughs> I'm not baby hungry. I'm bride hungry. Uh, it's very... <laughs> It's very cute, very filled with a lot of precious moments. It's got a good sense of humor. Yeah. I, I think it's a really fun one to get into. Yeah, this is definitely going to be a favorite of ours. Yep. As long as it's mm-hmm. handled well, yeah. which, I mean, the studio is, they've got a good back catalog, so I'm sure I'm sure it'll turn out all right. Okay. Well, good. Eh, has an all right back catalog, yeah. but. All right, next one is Hanyo no Yashahime, which we probably should have put towards the start of this episode because it's technically a return of Inuyasha, but it's more a sequel because we're dealing with Inuyasha and... Um, it's kind of like the Boruto. And, yeah, it's kind of like the Boruto of... It's kind of like Burrito. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the burrito. Oh, I don't want any of that burrito. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's just a continuation of Inuyasha. So if you really enjoyed Inuyasha, wanted to see like where it goes from there, yeah, give this one a look. Gonna have to skip one of them because it's another one that got missed. And we're gonna talk about it. We are gonna talk about oh, it. We're just I'm frustrated so that Two Year Eternity got moved to the winter schedule instead I'm of so now. Sad. I love. I just love this mangaka artist so much yeah like one of my all-time same same artist who did a uh, silent voice and yeah. so oh my gosh i love this one this is another one i had to tear myself away from because yes. it's just so damn i shouldn't punch the table it's so damn good <laughs> it, it really is it if you've got the time right now please go check out to your eternity yeah. the manga is beautifully done and it's got a very very interesting, very enriching, very kind of melancholy kind tone. of like fantasy tone. Yeah, it has like it. the same like melancholy atmosphere that a silent voice had. But in this one, it's so much more. It's like epic fantasy. almost. Yeah. 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 No, very much so. Um, and then we're going to move on to our last anime of this season, which I think is going to be the big shonen entry for this season specifically we've got a lot to which say is a this. shame which it's is a shame. shame i was so ready for this one to be great and as a matter of fact as i read the first chapter would you like to say the title scott before we go too far so the name of it is jujutsu kaisen or translation is sorcery outbreak the uh, first chapter was so interesting and i was like oh there's so many great things being set up here it's kind of like a Noragami meets uh, Red red Exorcist? That's the wrong color. Blue, Blue Exorcist. Exorcist. Blue Exorcist. Yeah, and I was like, I <laughs> love that. I am so ready for this, and it just did not deliver. It, it drops the ball at the very start, and it's yeah. kind of weird, because it sets up these like great characters. You think it's going to be this fun, like, oh, they're in an occult club, and there's actually some serious crap going down. Yeah, and, like Noragami. Yeah. But then it completely changes over. You lose a bunch of these characters. Like, they don't die or anything, but you just... They just no they, longer they become no part longer of the story. Of, yeah. yeah. They're no longer mm-hmm. part of it. And then you move on to new characters, and it becomes more and more like Blue Exorcist, uh, where it becomes more about, like, the fights and the battles with these different monsters yeah. than it is about, like, the characters themselves, necessarily. 
Yeah. And I, when we were, we were having an earlier discussion about this and I talked about like how I feel like bleach pulled off what, what this could have done really well, where you have an entire arc of Ichigo getting to know his powers, getting to see the horrific world of the hollows, seeing the consequences of his actions or inaction spirits yada 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 it's good gritty fun and it gives you enough time to get to know the characters get to know the power leveling the magic all that good jazz and then it can transition you into the bigger story which takes place in the soul society this just goes way too fast and it drops the ball on something that was a really great opening idea and premise and it's like wait a second like why like why did you start off with that then like what yeah. was the point? Yeah, what was the point of starting off with that? I felt like they're the big baddies of this, like for a world building concept where like the monsters that they're fighting against, they're built off of like the fears of humans. So kind of similar to Noragami, yeah, where the Ayakashi are based off of like the fears and anxieties and like all the negative feelings that humans have. It it's very much the same, but the big baddies are the things we humans fear most. So there's one big baddie that's full on like volcano and all of his yeah. powers arise from, from that. There's another one. And the guy is so messed up that it's people's fear of other humans and his powers are based off of that. And like I said, the guy is messed up. Yeah. I think this is definitely one I'm going to be checking out. Because I feel like now that I know what to expect, I'll probably end up enjoying it more. Now that I know that it's not going to be the show that I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And so I'm mm-hmm. going to definitely check it out. I think this is going to be the big shonen. Right. And um, they do bring in some like other cast members that are yeah. pretty neat. Uh, that's for sure. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'll watch it as well. It, it's it's kind of strange because there's so much that's coming out this season, and I kind of feel like the stuff that's going to be on the that's going to be on most people's fringe on the periphery is going to be what I'm going to end up watching more. Oh, yeah. absolutely. That's this time this, this time around. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But I I feel like it's a pretty big season. There's going to be a lot to choose from. Yeah. No. Kidding. No matter what your interests are in anime. Yeah. mm Hmm. It'll be it'll be good with this many shows. Better hope that there's something good <laughs> in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like last season there was not a lot, but it was it was quality over quantity. Whereas yeah. this one, I feel like it's going to be quantity over quality. But I think that there are yes. some that are to be enjoyed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't really see most of these knocking it out of the park like Decadence or Rental Girlfriend did, but. Except for maybe uh, Tony Kaku Kawaii. I think that one's going to knock it out of the park. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I'll actually put my money also onto the witch's travels. If they can at least pull off the atmosphere of the storytelling, I think that one's going to be one that will be a lot of fun to watch each each. I week. think I think it's going to be a good one, but I also think it's going to suffer the same kind of fate that Decadence is currently going through. Yeah, where that, there's like, just not. Nobody yeah, nobody's about talking it. about it. Or up, yeah. Raman, oh, actually, well, that, that, yeah. That that's the that's the thing. I would say this. I'd say that the main, that the main, like the people who like really build themselves on on like riding the hype train, they're not the ones who are talking about it because like 
like for instance decadence like there are people coming out of the woodworks from all over the world like like from other countries that are like yeah decadence is awesome it's just that the americans and canadians aren't giving it its proper due yeah 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 because i i don't know i don't know why probably because there's no source material for it so it's literally having mm-hmm. to start from scratch yeah i like how we're talking about yeah. decadence again on the next season <laughs> right it's just that good. it's because Go decadence it is it's that's because decadence is deserving of of uh best anime of the year like yeah, it, it seriously is yeah it yeah. oh my gosh you know, you know what we should you know what we should do this yes. is what we should do we should we should have we, we should have our own debate of anime of the year uh, yes. Based off of everything that we've seen, and we throw that out there because you know Crunchyroll's not going to no. is not going to have they any of this. And Crunchy approach, and Crunchyroll is going to totally push their own shows, which which God we should have school. a Crunchyroll roast. Anime of the year, God of High School. Uh, uh, not so much. I so want to do. You know, uh, incoming, incoming. I will have at least a mini God of High School roast because I do intend on kind of doing like a glance back. <laughs> Okay. God of high school is going to get it. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Need for Weave. Any <laughs> final thoughts from anybody? I don't think so. I think <sighs> um, I, I, I've said, I've said, I, if I say much more, I'll start rambling, but I want to okay. say more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair point. We'll, we'll definitely have more episodes where we can just ramble on. Excellent. All right. Well, this has been Need for Weave. Thank you for listening to us. Nate, where can they find us? Oh, throwing it to me. Yes. So you can find our other main podcast, Camille's Harem, on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, as well as now Spotify. Uh, All the same places you can find this podcast, except for Podbean. I don't think you can find this podcast on Podbean, but that's besides the point. Join in on the discussion over at our subreddit, Camille's Harem, where if you want to join us for writing advice, if you're a writer, join us there. But if you just want to you know, at us, our subreddit. We're always we're always on there. So, uh, join in the discussion. If by chance you have any terrible fanfics that you have found, whether they're for any animes, for books, movies, whatever, send it our way because we love reading them on our other podcast. Um, check out our YouTube channel as well. We have tons and tons of great uh, content that Lars mostly has been putting up lately a lot of great rants a lot of great ramblings and it's a good time so check that out as well and as always sayonara okasan cheers